1: The next story is posted by author, Come on Aileen, from r slash erotica. The title of this post is, A Library Encounter. Sit back and enjoy the story. I'd never spoken to Will before. He was always the charismatic, extroverted tutor that my classmates would flock to in time of need. Yet I'd never found much depth in him. He was loved by all. The one to sit at the front row and probe the physics teacher on proofs. The one to overstay his welcome in the university libraries. And the one who could speak binary but could never flirt with someone of the opposite sex. He'd never even know if someone was remotely interested in him. Head in his books and a willingness only to teach. With his clean-cut polos and close-cut hair, he seemed a bore. And I wanted excitement. I was lucky to get into this university. With a rustic sense of style tied with a bohemian need for adventure. I was not one for settlement or for the long term. I liked the ensuing pieces of chaos into every interaction, and I was truly up for anything. Streaking during a class retreat. Sure. Getting paid to kiss Zoe at a frat party. Sure. Forgetting my underwear while going to my favorite professor's office hours. Sure. Life's too short to live any other way. And any man who couldn't keep up or understand wasn't worth my time. In general, though, men weren't worth my time. You'd think they'd learn how to hit it and quit it, wouldn't they? Weeks and months later, They're the ones calling you, missing you, following you, wanting you. It never ends. I was happy in the life that I lived, free of any expectations or worries. Hell, the majority of classes I enrolled myself in covered either human sexuality or performative arts. I loved the rawness of it, the beauty of it. Where else could you get a degree in tits and pelvic thrusts? Sex was everywhere, and it inhabited every part of me. I loved the thrills, the upskirts, the strangers in dark corners. And the nights you could never forget, regardless of how wasted you were. But I got fucked differently this semester. Hounded by the administration and the wills of the executive board, I needed to take a math course to graduate. Yet I was only notified a week before the fall semester began. To my undying chagrin, the only course that still had an available spot was introduction to astrophysics. I'd rather have been fucked gently with a chainsaw. Hours turned into days and into weeks in that course and I was bobbing my head between passing and failing, barely keeping my head above water to walk the graduation stage. I'd see Wool's head perked before me every class session, eagerly probing, proofing, trying, wondering, aiding. He knew it all, wanted it all, and was wanted and loved by all. He could solve anything, and he'd happily do it for you. He seemed a bit pretentious to me, though. I wasn't going to stoop down to his level, follow him with puppy eyes like everyone does falling into the trap of his charismatic and innocent facade along the lines of that clean-shaven face. There was nothing behind those eyes or that zipper on his khaki pants. Just proofs and numbers, and maybe some letters if you were lucky. He never gave me a second look in that class, and if I ever gave him one, it was probably one of contempt. I wasn't one to entertain a bore, and he sure as hell would pass on whatever wild shit I concocted myself to be. And with that, if there was one thing I knew, It was that I was going to get out of this shit show myself. I wasn't one to grovel or to give up my cards, and I'd fucking pass this astrophysics course if it was the last thing I'd do. Khan Academy was a bust, and I didn't understand the university's online library. So I went back to my absolute roots, hard-covered physics textbooks at my nearest library. I felt prehistoric, turning into my usual Thursday night outing. I'd found a routine there. I'd settle into my desk at the far right corner of the main room enough light to be seen but not enough to be noticed, and enough access to the physics textbooks right around the nearest shelving area. Those dustbins and grime-covered book sleeves were slowly becoming my home, and the solidarity and secrecy of it made it all the more self-fulfilling. I wasn't there for anyone but myself, and there were no pretentious, clean-cut teacher's pets to tell me what I could and couldn't do. Or so I thought. One particular Thursday evening, I'd thrown together some combat boots and a sundress over a neon bra and thong. A casual fit for a casual astrophysics-filled night. And I was on my way to my self-designated spot at the library. A backpack just dying to be filled with more antiquated books on space and math. I set my belongings down on my self-claimed library table. However, I didn't have the luxury of being alone that night. Scheming and snickering coming from the table in front of me. I could hear a horde of nerds debating their proofs and experiments, boring myself to sleep just listening to them. I tried to bury my head in my own books and push through for this midterm examination. But I couldn't start reading for the life of me. I felt something digging into me, searing into me, a jarring glance emerging from the table in front of me. I looked up to discover its origin, and it was no one other than Will. I had never even seen him look at me before, let alone study me as he was now. There was something in his eyes I had never seen before. Something so terribly invasive, uncomfortable, protruding. His eyes were latched onto me, and every single part of me at that. His eyes would wander from mine, onto the nape of my neck. The curve of my collarbone, the wrinkles on my dress leading into my breasts, and the curvature that my bra created under my thin clothes. His face was scruffed, his black Henley button carelessly. And there was something primeval in his eyes, something so far removed from the classmate I thought I knew. There were no numbers behind his eyes, no proofs, no tutoring skills, simply a need, a need that pierced into my eyes as he undressed me with every inch of his glance. In his face, his demeanor, and his will, he was undone, and he would undo me that night. I felt a heat rise in the back of my head as chills ran down my inner thighs. He wanted me, and he wanted me now. He was silent, yes, but unabashed in his wills. His fellow tutors and tutors fell to the wayside as he became fixated on me, finally alone, finally without the guard of daylight and peers, and finally without a place to run. It's as if the culmination of his facade had crumbled right here and right before me, and I knew I couldn't run. Even so, I vainly tried to remove myself from the situation, arising from my chair and pretending to peruse the textbooks on the shelf to my left. I could feel his gaze follow me as I lifted myself from my seat, starting from my dirty boots, inching up to my calves and my nearly exposed thighs, all the way to the curvature of my ass underneath my clad dress. I felt as if he could see right through it. I felt that he knew about my thong, its color, the way it rode upon me, and how it matched exactly with the bra underneath. I was throbbing. He hadn't even said a word, and yet my hands trembled as I reached upon those dusty shelves. I was thoroughly intrigued, encompassed in the mystery of him, and terrified in knowing I had no idea what he was capable of doing to me. I'd never even seen such a primal gaze of hunger and need, and I'd never seen him so careless in upkeep, so careless in presentation. It was all so nasty, so open, so unabashedly public, and yet I knew it was just for me. If this man, this man of physics proofs, goody two-shoes smiles, and yes sirs and no sirs, was able to make me squirm and drip down from my thong onto my thighs with just a terribly dirty glance. What else was he capable of? I wanted to test his limits. What can I say? It was a nasty glance for a nasty girl. Would really he soil his newly shined shoes and mess up his freshly cut hair just for me? Well, I was dying to find out. I returned his favor, staring into his hungry eyes as he fixated himself upon me from his tutoring desk. Peers were attempting to get his attention. Prove him. Try him, challenge him. But all he could do was inch his gaze lower and lower onto me. He'd reached the curvature of my breasts in my sundress, the V that shaped my underwear and what was underneath it, and the draping of my dress onto my ass and below it. It's as if I could feel more buttons pop from his Henley top, his finely combed hair getting more and more undone, and the tent of his khaki pants slowly arising under him. He was undone before me, his breathing gaining speed, and his legs twitching and aching for more and I wanted to see how far it would go. I stared into his animalistic eyes one last time as I left his gaze, trailing down the minefield of library shelves as I found a place secluded enough for trouble. I throbbed and shook as I maneuvered through the book casings. It felt as if the world had opened up before me, dissolving every preconceived notion I had ever had of another person, dissolving every idea that I came to this library with. And here I was, hunted as prey by none other than Will, and the animal that hid inside of him. I could hear his carefully placed footsteps inching behind me. I knew he had come for me. I heard his breath, and I knew his lusty gaze was fixed upon the swaying of my hips, my ass, my thighs. He wanted them, and he wanted them all to himself, and he was going to humble me tonight. I suppose that as a gazelle knows when her livelihood is trapped in the jaws of an encroaching lion. I too knew that my will had come to an end. I was his, and all I could do was stop and wait and surrender. I paused at a section titled Planetary Formation. Attempting to find a reprieve, my delicate hands began to peruse the spines of the textbooks before me as I felt will slowly topple himself behind me. He hovered, not daring to touch me just yet, but instead examined me as I could feel the warmth of his cock through his pants encircling my ass. As my right hand reached for a book above me, he extended his left arm onto the bookshelf, trapping me into one side. With his other hand, He stopped my movement, placing the book back on its proper shelf. As he finally addressed me, leaning into my right ear, he pushed his flaming cock against me. Well, darling, that one definitely won't help you with your physics exam tomorrow. But you know what might? As he uttered those words, his right hand traced my arm, my shoulder, the side curvature of my breast and my waist as he grabbed onto me and pushed me further into him, deciding. Me. He began to palm my breasts, through my dress, feeling every inch of them as if he needed to learn how to recite them from memory. And he felt my nipples even through both fabrics as if he knew exactly where to go. And as he felt them harden, he pushed harder. And I could feel my clit throb in response. I couldn't even imagine how dripping what I was. How exhilarating and invigorating this animal was groping me. And how I would tremble before him. Before I could finish my own thought on my state of sexual arousal, His hand began to trace my thighs, and unabashedly push higher and higher, pulling my dress above my waist, and grasping my pussy as if it was the last thing he would ever hold. I gasped as his large, veiny hands massaged my clit from outside of my underwear. Pushing the entirety of his body weight against my body, I was suspended between his cock and the library bookshelf in front of me. Using that to his advantage, he hiked up my dress. Even more, taking an excruciatingly long look at my thong. And when he had seen enough, he uttered, Of course they match. Only a whore would have known something was going to happen tonight. And with the end of that last phrase, he pulled them aside. Seems ripping in the process. As he shoved his fingers inside of me, attempting to hold in a gasp, he had just realized how what he had made me, how my fluid stuck onto my thong even as he pulled them apart. And how inflamed I was that he could barely stick them in. And he continued with what I gave him. Thrusting his fingers inside of me as I became more inflamed, I tried to look into his eyes. Decode how the man who could make me come in an instant could be the man that I've known for so long. But as I reared my head to meet his, he shoved my head back into its place and into the bookshelf as I squirted onto his hands. Allowing me only seconds, I offered. Let me suck you off right now. Yet, he indignantly replied. Who do you think you are? You're staying exactly where I put you. And your tight pussy better be ready for my cock. Before I could even process what he had said, and before I could realize that he was the first person ever to turn me down, I felt those khaki pants unzip. Without a second word, I could feel the tip of his veiny cock drip with percum as he circled my pussy, teasing me as he kept me shoved against the bookshelf. He proclaimed, How bad do you want this, darling? In a daze, I attempted to mutter some words that would indicate my willingness. I can't hear you, I said. How bad do you want me to fuck you with this cock? As he grabbed his large, curved cock in his hands, I replied, terribly. He countered, then beg, and with that final remark, my last words were uttered. Please, Will, I want your cock inside of me right fucking now. I want everything. Before I could even continue, he shoved his cock inside of my aching pussy, without warning or ease, reaching into the depths of me as I screamed. In sheer fulfillment, he responded, That's right, baby. And he continued, turning my dress up before me again. He positioned one hand on the small of my back while the other grasped my hair and took control of my head. He had no reservations, thrusting furiously into me. He'd occasionally stop mid-thrust just to make sure I felt how deep his cock was inside of me. It was beautifully unbearable and inescapable, and he'd keep building and building, so careless in his thrusts that the textbooks around us began to fall onto the floor. However, as we heard crashing, soon enough... We heard whispers, both of us leaning into the open holes of the bookshelf. As he continued to thrust deep inside of me, we aimed to investigate. Little did we know, a large crowd of medical students had just entered the room in the hopes of studying. To not attract attention, I imagined Will would have stopped, but I should have known better. He pulled my head away from the peepholes in the bookshelf as his large hand wrapped around my mouth to keep me completely silenced. In doing so, he slowed the speed of his thrusts yet kept them just as deep. With this, his other hand reached around to stimulate my clit, and I knew exactly why he had silenced me. His fingers rubbed me circularly as I could feel my legs begin to shake before me. With the incredulous excitement he incurred, tied with knowing we were just feet away from others, we both knew it wouldn't be long until I exploded. I could feel the heat building deeper inside of me, my reality getting dimmer, and I could feel my moans becoming louder by the second. His hands clasped onto my mouth tighter as I gripped his veiny forearms for support. As I dug my nails into him and he continued in such heavenly motion. I nearly screamed as I felt my final release. And it had never felt so good. When he knew I had finished onto his hands, he grasped my hair, pulled it to the side, and brought his stubbled chin onto my ear. Now, honey, you're going to be a good girl and take this quietly. Understood. I don't want anyone knowing what I did to you here tonight. All right. I hurriedly responded, yes. He wasn't satisfied. I'm not sure you deserve it. Yes, what? Apologetic. I contested, yes sir. And as I replied, he took that as final acceptance for his cock to thrust back inside of me as he did before. He was startlingly quiet, even though I could feel his legs begin to shake. He had forced me to be silent before, and I would not make that same mistake again. As his cock was shoved in and out of me, glistening with my cum. Our lack of sound made us completely undetectable, and I was shaking with excitement. However, out of nowhere, Will grasped onto the back of my neck, and as I thought that to be another plea or redirection of my body, he shoved me down into an L-shaped position as I heard a singular, glaringly loud grunt escape him, shocked that he, of all people, would break his only set rule. I hadn't even begun to think of myself, let alone what he did to me. That singular grunt was not simply an earth-shattering sound, for before I knew it, I heard those khaki pants re-zip themselves. Understanding what that meant, my physical and emotional shock subsided as I realized what he had done. I felt an immeasurable, wet heat inside of me as I felt it ooze out from me, onto my thighs, and run down my calves. It was more than I could have ever imagined in my life. It was as if he saved it all, just for me, just for my pussy, and just for this moment, It was incredulous. Will left his mark on me and deep inside of me. He had branded me. He owned me. And attempting to look at him, I could only glance at the tip of his shoe. Caught with drops of his own cum, finally and truly soiled. Before I could look back at him, he grasped my dress and pulled it completely down. Attempting to conceal the immensity of his cum. Yet instead drenched my fabric in his own doing. Clenching my waist once more, he bowed down to reach my ear as he whispered one last time. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to be your personal tutor from now on. He concluded with a sly, primeval grin on his face. I knew he would come to see me again, but I believe there'd be more come than proofs next time if we continued at this pace, shaking like a dog as he left me in that library alone, soiled, and filled to the brim. I could only imagine what he'd do tomorrow, or how I could even prepare myself if this was my first night knowing Will.